Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. Bethesda. And I want you to turn your Bible with me to the book of John, chapter 5. There is a season in everybody's life which is a season of mercy. At a certain point when God decides to have mercy on you. Many of us go through many things in life. We go through challenges. We go through difficulties. And at times it's as if God has forgotten about us. Now, many of us as individuals during 2019, 2020, and even up till now, are going through our own situations. Some, some, we are going through our own situations and we are all believing God for intervention. And there was a time in a sick man's life in the days of Jesus where, where this man had been sick for 38 years. The man had been sick for 38 years. We, we are not exactly sure what was wrong with this man, but we, we mostly we believe that this man was a crippled person, that the man was a cripple. And Jesus healed the man at the pool called Bethesda after the man had suffered for 38 years. He was healed during the Passover feast. It was the time for the Passover and this man was healed. The Bible said in John chapter 5 and the verse number 1 that after this there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Verse number 2 and there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda. So that is where the, the term Bethesda comes from. Having five porches. And in these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of the blind and the halt and the withered and the waiting for the moving of the waters. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatever infirmity or disease he had. And there was a certain man was there which had an infirmity, 30 and 8 years. So we are not told what the infirmity is, but the man had infirmity for 30 eight years when jesus saw him lie this is what is we are suspecting that this man must be have been a crippled man when jesus saw him lie and knew that he had now been there a long time in that case he said unto him will you be made whole and the man said the impotent man okay so this is further suggesting that this man had some form of paralysis the impotent man answered him and said say i have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool but while i am coming another step down before me so maybe he had to drag himself along to get to the pool but whilst he's coming somebody gets in there before him and jesus said unto him rise take up your bed and walk verse number nine and immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked and on the same day was the sabbath or the shabbat you can clap your hands and you can praise god so jesus christ meets this man and the place where he met the man was 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 the pool of bethesda the bible said that this period or this time where jesus encountered the man was the time of the passover the jews had three major feasts 
One of them was the feast of the Passover. The other one was the feast of Pentecost. And the other was the feast of Tabernacles. This particular time was the time of the feast of the Passover. The feast of the Passover took place at the time just before harvest. And I want to announce to somebody right now. Where we are sitting now is our season of the Passover. You are sitting in the right season. You see, ladies and gentlemen, there are sicknesses which when you get, when the right time comes for you to be healed, you will be healed without any effort. Because the season is right. I came here with good news for somebody today that it is the right time for you to be saved. It is the right time for you to be healed. It is the right time for you to be blessed. It is the right time for you to be prosper. It is the right time for you to take up your bed and walk. This is your Passover. It is your Passover. So the man comes and and this guy is sitting. The, The man is a cripple. All he can do is to depend on the weather. The season. I remember when Corona COVID-19 was was hitting the whole world. Oh, even people in Britain. Even people in Britain were praying for the weather to change. And they said, if summer comes, we will get a relief from the COVID. And truly... When the summer came, they got a little relief. America got a little relief. Europe got a little relief. Asia got a little relief just because the weather had changed. And as for those of us in Bogatanga, we didn't have to wait for weather because we are all weather. One day, (laughs) we're we're talking about the vaccine for the corona. I said, we, the sun is our vaccine. One day, I stood in the sun. And I told somebody, if Corona can exist in the Upper East region, then it is not a virus, it is a witch. Because I tell you people, if Britain are believing that if weather changes, they will be fine. And America are saying if the weather changes, they will get some relief. Then in our case, we don't have to believe for weather to change. We have changed already. Our weather has changed already from the time of our forefathers up till now. You should go up there and stand on a rooftop or elevated place in Bogatanga at this time of the year. Oh, the sun is so hot. But truth is that climate or the weather seasons affect the impact of diseases. That is in the natural. In your case, I'm not just talking about the natural. I'm talking about the supernatural. That I sense that the time for you to be favored has arrived. That the time for you to be healed has arrived. And without a doctor, you'll be healed. Without medication, you'll be healed. Without a banker, you will come out of debt. Without a lawyer, you will get out of trouble. Without a pastor laying hands on you, you will wake up in the morning and just find out that you are healed. Come on, shout, this is my Passover. Shout it five times. is my Passover it is my Passover it is my Passover and the, the Passover feast happened just before the harvest commenced 
your harvest is just started i speak for a harvest of spiritual anointing and grace upon you i speak for a harvest of souls into your church and your ministry i speak for a harvest of finances in your life may everything in your life multiply and increase like you never thought of before in the name of the lord jesus christ now they also celebrated this passover to remember or to com- commemorate the exodus of the people of israel out of the land of egypt so i want to take this opportunity also to remind somebody that any state in which you have been for so many years you are about to come out of that state in the name of jesus so the man is sitting there and he's telling himself uh, the people of israel were in bondage for 38 years so, sorry for 430 years and they came out i've been in this bondage for only 38 years and i'm going to come out of the state and i'm just believing god that you are coming out of that state you are coming out of that bondage you are coming out of that confusion god is bringing you out in the mighty name of jesus and anybody shouting you are coming out anybody shouting you are coming out now so the man is in the right season and he's in the right place at times all you need is to be at the right place be in the right season and be in the right place now this man if you're sitting in his house there's no way he could be healed but the man found himself in the right place he found himself at the pool of bethesda the man is just standing at the he's just sitting there at the pool of bethesda that day he tried his best 38 years maybe for many years he had been going there every year he he himself said every year when i come here before i get to the pool somebody is there already before i get to the pool somebody is there already and the man kept saying i'm not going to give up i'm just going to continue going until something happens i'm going to keep going until something happens somebody's going to say you know what i'm going to find myself at a place now i'm not a human being i'm not the kind of person who normally places too emphasis too much emphasis on a geographical location but you see i can also tell you that every human being has a geographical location so you see there is no geographical location where god is more concentrated than another place but whenever god calls a man or a woman god would locate that man at a certain place so there was a place you must find samuel if you had to find samuel there was a place you must find elijah if you must to find elijah there is a place you must find elisha if you will have to find elisha so if you are a man and you are in a place called baal shalisha and you have 20 loaves of bread and you want to look for the man elisha and put it in his hand you must go to a place called gilgal in the same way i believe that there is a special anointing and we are, we are in a special dispensation and we are in a place where God has given me a mandate and the mandate has to do with the healing of people and their deliverance and their victory and the truth about it is that I live in a place called Bogatanga this is where my address is in terms of the natural and I'm using the Bethesda to announce to you that something has changed in the realm of the spirit that the upper east region of Ghana has caught the attention of God and Bogatanga 
anger has caught the attention of God I see a revival stirring up in the place and I announce to you that this platform is a Bethesda and that the building called the desert pastures is a Bethesda and that the upper east region of Ghana is a Bethesda and I want to announce to you that whoever whosoever can connect into this place I see you receive your healing I see you receive your deliverance I see you receive your victory because the word is coming from here the word is coming from here now two revelations two revelations one of the revelations I linked up I linked it up with Bethesda the other revelation I did not link up John chapter 5 and the verse number 2 and the verse number 2 and now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool a pool which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda having four, five porches and then go again and in this lay a great multitude of folk impotent and blind and halt and withered and waiting for the moving of the waters stay right on the scripture stay right on the scripture I told you a few months ago when this corona or whatever we call our friend COVID-19 was hitting I, I was standing on this stage and I saw seven rivers seven rivers boom, boom, boom. three of them were going that way three of them were going that way and one big one was going that way seven and the Lord told me he said this platform rivers from here the desert are going to the nations of the world and that is what you are doing online that as you speak online the word like a river is going into nations and people are being blessed and people are being healed and i announce to you here on this platform that there is healing flowing from this building there is healing flowing from this house there is deliverance flowing from this building and there is deliverance flowing from this house i stood here and i told you that and I said, this water is going all over the place. So the Lord then ministered to me and said, Bethesda. And said, this year, don't call it Jubilee. Don't call it extra oil, but call it Bethesda. And I stood here this morning and I said that at the Bethesda, I don't want to call it a conference because a conference will make you feel very secular. And I don't also want to call it a revival because a revival will show that already um, you, that, 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 that tradition you already have which you call a revival but there's no revival in it. So I will not even call it a revival. I just call it Bethesda. I just call it Bethesda. And the Lord showed me, he said, Bethesda. And that's why I shifted from the Jubilee got into the Bethesda that the one year period where we celebrated everybody going back to your home and everybody going back to your possession we have been here for one year I've been here for one year I don't feel like going anywhere not even to miss one Thursday of KIA or one Sunday of KIA it's like I'm bound 
for a period i don't know when i'll be released from that bondage but i like it because it's a good bondage any bondage that can free people is a good bondage any bondage that can save a soul is a good bondage any bondage that can heal somebody is a good bondage any bondage that can prosper some prosper somebody is a good bondage and you can clap your hands and scream like your voice is yours and praise jehovah but then you see before this revelation before this revelation of the waters many years ago the Lord showed me a revelation and in this revelation it was a vision, it was very clear I could see it like I'm talking to you the Lord took me in the spirit and I stood by a very big sea it was a big sea, an ocean big I could see the end of that thing far and a mountain stood at the edge of the ocean or the sea and it went sharp up perpendicular 90 degrees up on top of the mountain I saw forest thick forest towering above the forest I saw a very beautiful castle magnificent castle shining and beautiful when i got to the seashore i saw sick people that is why i put here a great multitude of impotent folk and of blind and of halt and of weeded waiting for the movement moving of the waters i got there and i saw people some were crippled some were blind some were lepers some 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 had skin diseases some of them are twisted all kinds of human beings and they were lying at the seashore an angel approached me and said eastwood you see these people that are sick and they are lying here jesus christ wants you to bring them healing but you must quote from the book you must speak from the book and i said where is the book he said up there the book is in that castle up there and you must go there and get the book i looked at the angel i said but you see this sea how am i going to swim i've never swam i don't know how to swim he said this will be your first day i said you want to kill me i would drown and then what what do i do with that mountain he said when you get there you will know how to climb it how do i find my way through the forest he said when you get there too you will know how to find it now i said okay when i get to that big castle how am i going to enter because the thing is looking so huge I, I would not even know where the door or the entrance is so he, he he called me to his side and he pushed me he called me like that and then boom, i fell into the water he said now swim or you drown swim is would swim and i started within seconds i had swam to the end and when i swam to the end i don't know how i did it but I've been seeing swimmers do it. They can swim to the end and they do something and they turn and the head is this way and their feet will be touching the, 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 the wall of the swimming pool. Now, when I got there, I don't know what I did. My head just turned, my feet were on the wall of the mountain and I saw I had started climbing. So I'm climbing the hill perpendicular, the mountain perpendicular. I'm just going up like that, very fast at top speed. When I got to the top, I threw myself up on the ground. Here is a thick forest. 
I went through the forest fast. I ran faster than I've ever run in my lifetime. I got to the castle. I got to the door of the castle. And there was a man standing there. I, I believe he's an angel because he was a very nice man. Looked nicer than any other human being I've ever seen on earth. And he opened the door. He called me by my first name. He said, Eastwood, you are welcome. He didn't say pastor. Those of you are thinking that when you get to heaven, God will call you pastor or reverend or doctor. Get ready for the shock of your life. You get there and an angel will just tell you, hey. And say, hey, who didn't say me a bishop? I say, hey, just out, just out. come here. <laughs> so he said, Eastwood, you are welcome. But he received me nicely. He opened the door. When I entered, he said, we knew you were coming. That is the book. It's on the altar. Go for it. And I saw this nice table like made of gold. And this book is sitting on it. And the book is shining and radiating this glorious light. He said, go and take it. And when I went, I picked up the book. The interesting thing is that the book was very big. But when I picked it up, it was as light as cotton wool. It was light. It, light. I couldn't even feel the weight of it. And that is the nature of the word of God. Very easy to handle. Even babes can handle it. The word of God is like the two sharp, two-edged mahiara. That sword, two-edged sword. Very light. You don't struggle with the word of God. So he told me, he said, now that is the word of God. Go with it. He said you had the word of God, but the most of the word of God was in your mind. And when the word of God is in your mind, it's not as effective as if this word is in your spirit. So from today, the contents of this book, this book of the law, will not be operating within your mind, but this book of the law will be operating within your spirit. So now, run with the book. Now, I, I'm getting to the door, and here is this strange human being standing there looking like bronze or copper macho very tall and i looked up to him and he said now there are other pastors who are sitting here take the book to them and discuss with them before you go down with it and i saw this nice man nicer than all the other people i had seen earlier on he came and looked at me i could sense that that must be jesus christ himself he looked at me, shook his head, and he said, Eastwood, you don't have much time. You don't have much time. Just run. You don't have much time. Just run. And then I ran out with the book. And he said, you will meet your friends later, but just run. You will meet the pastors later, but just run. And I ran through the bush. I came, I jumped down that mountain, entered the water again, swam to the end. And when I got to the place where the withered folks were, lying i began to read from the book and as i read from the book i saw the cripples were rising those who were twisted they were getting straightened the blind they were seeing the crippled were walking skin diseases were peeling up people strange things were happening to them some got up they were jumping they were screaming and so on and so forth now after many years after a few years after that i wrote this book on jesus christ the healer and it still did not connect with me that that revelation and the writing of this book are connected it didn't occur to me that jesus christ the healer and this revelation were connected 
until when the concept of Bethesda came in. And we named this convention Bethesda. And we started tonight, and I'm beginning to speak on Bethesda. Then I realized that people, we have entered another season as Fountain Gate Chapel, another season as KIA, another season at EAM, where healing and deliverance are going to become the signature of our ministry. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ for divine healing. I pray for the supply of the spirit. I pray for the supply of grace. I declare this altar, Bethesda. I declare the desert pastures, Bethesda. And I declare the upper east region of Ghana, Bethesda. I pray in the name of Jesus that just as some people used to go to Israel and when you ask them why are you going to Israel they say we are going to Israel because we want to be healed and we want to be delivered I pray in the name of Jesus Christ father we dedicate this place as the pool of Bethesda I declare to you in the name of Jesus the blessing of God is upon you in this house right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ anybody who is holding a mobile phone wherever you are you are holding a mobile phone you are holding an iPad you are sitting by a computer or you are doing anything by zoom anything you can lift up lift it up and as you lift it up I declare right now that by lifting up you are connecting with the pool of Bethesda by lifting up you are dipping yourself in the pool of Bethesda I declare your healing I declare your deliverance financial healing spiritual healing emotional healing in the mighty name of Jesus receive it around the nations of the world and somebody come and clap your hands and praise the name of Jesus today clap your hands so on that day this crippled man or this important man was sitting by the pool of Bethesda Bethesda it stands for healing Bethesda for healing Bethesda for deliverance Bethesda for what again prosperity Bethesda for what again restoration of the soul so when you are coming for Bethesda you are just thinking about healing you are thinking about deliverance you are thinking about salvation you are thinking about your joy oh another thing I added was Bethesda for your peace Bethesda for your purity because in the river you dip yourself and you appear Bethesda for flourishing Bethesda for spiritual empowerment I pray in Jesus name he makes you he leads you beside still waters and the still waters are your Bethesda and may God restore your soul in the mighty name of Jesus if you can clap your hands and scream the blessing of God is upon you in the mighty name of Jesus so they are at the pool of Bethesda and the Bible said this pool was at by the sheep market as a matter of fact um, many translators will say that the pool was by the sheep gate instead of the sheep market and it was the sheep gate because at this gate People that were bringing animals to sacrifice in the temple, they came through this gate. The people came through this gate with their sacrifices to come and sacrifice at the temple. 
And you and I know that when they are bringing these sacrifices to, 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 to make, one of the key note, one of the major sacrifices was that they will bring sacrifices, lamb, oxen, and all of them. And the reason they brought all these animals and sacrificed them was so that the animals will bear the sins of the people. So if it was a sheep, they were sacrificing. Oxen, they were sacrificing. What they are saying is that if we shed the blood of these bulls and goats, it will cover the sins of the people. This kept happening until the ultimate lamb of God came and was slain from the foundations of the world for our forgiveness. So every lamb that was slain and the blood was shed after they brought it through the gate and sacrificed it. That lamb represented the Lord Jesus Christ. John the Baptist looked at Jesus and said, Behold the lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. And the reason John the Baptist was saying, Behold the lamb of God that was that takes away the sins of the world was because John was a student of this of the Bible and he knew what Isaiah had prophesied over 700 years ago that over 700 years ago Isaiah had prophesied and I'd like to take it from Isaiah chapter 53 and the verse number one from the verse number one Isaiah got prophesied and Isaiah said who has believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed for he shall go before him he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of the dry ground he has no form nor comeliness and when we shall see him there is no beauty in him that we should desire him he is despised and rejected of men a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief and we hid as it were our faces from him he was despised and we esteemed him not my bible says surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrow yet we did esteem him stricken smitten of god and afflicted i believe you've been blessed by this message for further information please visit www.eastwoodannaba.com god bless you richly